This is Brett. Brett, it's Joey Jingola. Hello. Brett, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. That's what I want to learn. That That's what I would like to learn. How to use more social media online type stuff to attract people. Because my ultimate goal, I want to create something that attracts people to us, not us always going out and having to find. It's a lot harder to pull than push, right? I mean, for me at least, I mean, doing a pull-up is a lot harder than a push-up. Maybe that's just my very weak and minuscule back muscles at play, but I don't know. Uh, for me and for businesses, the pull is so much harder. And that's what you hear, Brett, that's my buddy Brett Cunningham at BCI Insurance and Risk Management. And he's talking about, hey, that's what he wants to learn how to do. He wants to learn how to have people find him. And a lot of times we hear that, that, that those two words, that kind of creep in as to what everyone thinks is the way that that happens, and that's social media. And that is true to an extent. I mean, it's it's a platform, but you're still pushing. You're just pushing your stuff out there. You're going and finding people, and people might come across your social media stuff. Really what you're doing, and Brett is going to answer this, this question himself in just a second, and he actually said that after he's going to say this, which you just hear, is that, if you want to pull, you have to do a lot of work up front that doesn't always pay off right away. And you have to look at the way you approach things a whole lot differently than most people in our industry. So here's kind of my situation. I've been in the industry for over 10 years now. Part of what I like grow for is I also like teaching so what you guys do, I'm like, I like this. They're out trying to help share what they, they've learned and know to people. And like, I like that. I like it too, Brett. I think it's very effective. And it's crazy that you've just answered your own question because teaching is how you pull somebody in. Teaching is how somebody finds you instead of you finding them. By teaching someone and providing them with helpful information without them asking for it, is the way for them to gain trust, likability, and ultimately to compel them to do business with you over somebody else. And it's crazy that, you know, again, Brent said that last statement before he said, yes, that's what I want to learn about. He wants to learn about how to use social media, how to attract people. But he already has the uh, the self-admitted inclination to teach and to be a teacher. He likes that idea, that mindset, which I guess is the first step as it is foreign to some of us. It is something that it doesn't feel like we should be doing in our work as a salesman or an agent or whatever. Uh, my dad, when he really wants to get me fired up or when he really wants to make a point of, of when he thinks I've gone too far or when I'm, I'm, I'm creating content that isn't serving our best interest, he will call me a journalist. And he knows that that gets me fired up and I get a little upset with him when he says that. But you could look at it that way too. Um, you know, we're looking to provide an unbiased, you know, just straight to the point part. Um, and and it's, it takes a lot of time, a lot of hard work and more or less a lot of resolve 
to kind of stick to that. And that's where, you know, Brett said, I like what you guys do here, girl. I like that you're teaching and sharing what you know. That's another big trick, right? Just think about it. If, if you're drawn to something and you give your money to a business for whatever reason, think about what got you there. Think about why you are paying them money to do business with them. What did they do that's different that nobody else is doing? And when you start to reverse engineer those things, then you start to understand better of what people are trying to do, how they attract people, and how they ultimately suck you in as opposed to them you know, kind of banging your door down. Just take a look at that for a second. Again, I, I, I tell this to agents all the time. I was like, you know, listen, look at what we're doing with Grow. If you sign up for our free membership, you're going to get four free videos, like just walking you through how to get this started, how to do this thing, how to teach people online. If you get that free membership, that's, but we're also marketing to you, right? We're marketing to agents and we're using that process to teach you, but then by teaching you, we're hoping that you then trust us that we know what we're doing and then you may or may not decide to become a customer. And at the end of those four free videos, there's more videos after that, that you can, if you decide to pay for, it's up to you if you want to or not. But you know, we would hope that within you know almost two and a half hours worth of video content given to you for free in a, in a kind of a mini course, that you know that would illustrate our ability to kind of show you how to do this stuff online. Now, again, mind you, we also have an entire library of over 40 videos that are doing that stuff as well. And that's free for you forever with that membership. So we're, we're, we're giving that information away. Just this podcast alone is saying, hey, listen, this is what we've learned. This is what we've done. This is all examples of teaching and educating. Everything that you see us doing is us practicing what we preach, so to speak, as just, again, putting that information out there and sharing it and then gaining that trust and teaching you and then ultimately earning the business. And that's ultimately what we have to do as insurance agents is we have to empty our mind, our insurance mind onto the internet, and that will set us apart from everybody else. Just this past week, I had a guy who called up out of nowhere, never heard of his name before. His name was James. He goes by JB and he calls up and he tells the person that took the call that he's been watching my videos on YouTube and um, and that he would like to talk with me. I was not at my desk at the time when this call came in. And by the time I even had a chance to, to get back to him, um, you know, one of our people in our office sent me an email letting me know about James's call. Uh, he had already then gone onto our website. He had downloaded some of our, some more of our stuff. Uh, and he had also filled out the form to request an official evaluation for me to call him all in like a 10 minute span here. So I obviously, you know, I, I dropped what I was doing and I got back to a phone and I called, I called JB back and just yesterday done deal in about, you know, I don't know, a couple of days, he had some questions to sort out with his wife's health insurance and, and some things like that. But within a couple of days and essentially, you know, maybe 45 minutes to an hour on the phone, um, we went ahead and closed that, that deal. And that is what the poll does versus the push. It was, he had a few specific questions. He was a really highly educated consumer. He knew what he wanted and he didn't really, you know, he just, he just wanted to know more about their specific situation that I, you know, possibly didn't address. And that's what we spent most of our time going through. And it was pretty simple, but the pull instead of the push is designed around creating something of interest, of value that is going to allow someone to find you somewhere, some way, somehow. And there isn't a dead set formula in this. I have my opinions, but the concept 
is the same. You need to create something that draws interest and you know from somebody that can then be tied back to what you do and how you do it and why they should ultimately you know choose you to help them more. The hardest part is deciding who those people are and where to find them and put the stuff in front of them so all of that happens. Yes, in the past I was a generalist. I'd take anything and everything, but starting this, I want to be more focused. So right now my focus is workers' compensation, allied health, tech companies, which has been a little bit harder to get into uh, than I thought. I just didn't know a whole lot about it. Um, and staffing, staffing companies I've kind of got into just because I've got in with some carriers that have some exclusive programs for staffing. So WorkCom, allied health, staffing, and then tech. Now I have mixed feelings on what Brett just said there. I mean, one thing that is nice is that he has identified, he has a list. Now, do I think it's maybe too long of a list? Possibly, maybe. Uh, But it all happens to reside on the commercial side of insurance. So he's focusing commercial insurance and he's narrowed it down to four different lines of of insurance that he's trying to sell industries. Uh, Now, could he even go further and say, I'm going to do workers comp for these people? Maybe. I think that might be good. Um, But ultimately, there is a focus. You you heard Brett say that he used to be more of a generalist, and now he's maybe learned that that is not necessarily the best approach. And I can't decide if this is a product of the times or not. My dad, you know, and I have have debated this a few times. But, um, you know, if the Internet has allowed us to be more specific to the right people where we just have access to them now as opposed to, you know, 15, 20 years ago, that wasn't really the case. And we had to uh, be a little more knowledgeable on a few things, uh, a few more things that is, I can't decide. But, you know, figuring out if you're going to be this teacher and who you're going to teach to and how you're going to teach, deciding on who who those people are is, is going to go a long way to you know, basically laying out itself for you on who you're talking to and how you're going to talk to them. Uh, again, for example, um, if you're looking to sell workers comp to a business and, you know, Brett's in Arizona. So, I mean, they must not have workers comp out in Arizona. Your state might be one of the state run workers comp like we are in Ohio. So we don't worry about, it. I really know nothing about it, but whatever the case is, is the fact that Twitter and Instagram might not be the best places to spend your time to make that happen. Uh, and you're going to figure out, all right, well, if I'm working on you know workers comp specifically in a specific industry, you got to figure out who's making that decision. Who are you going after? Who do you need to target with their content? Who has the time to consume that information and where? And again, a lot of this is dedicated to, in my opinion, to search. You got to put that information out. You've got to be answering questions. You've got to be doing the things that are allowing them to find this stuff. Uh, there is no one size fits all, but these are all of the questions that you have to ask yourself of once you've decided on or picked or whatever the reason is, whatever's led you down to say, I want to do this for that person. Then you have to make sure that you can answer the, well, if that person needs to be told this, how do I have them find that? How do I create that magnetism to make this happen? And this is ultimately what you're trying to figure out. What else really is out there this is it. This is to answer your question. What else really is out there that you could effectively use and find significant return on? That's what I would like more information. Video. 
That's my answer. I don't know if it's yours, but if I had to tell you the single most effective, highest return on investment for time, whatever else have you, video is what does it for me. That's the one thing that people always comment on that makes them pick up the phone and really just without a doubt pulls them to you. They're able to, and I've, I've explained this in plenty of podcasts before, but the video gives them the ability to instantaneously decide if this is somebody that they want to do business with. And it breaks down that wall in you know seconds, as opposed to somebody's got to read a lot of blog posts, a lot of blog posts to get that feeling. And that's the, that's why I think video is so effective is that it gives them, it speeds up the process. They know who they're dealing with and they get to decide a lot quicker if this is somebody they want to, to pick up the phone and call and talk to. Even if it's not video, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you just want to say, I'm going to write articles, I'm going to write blog posts, that's great too. Just the fact of doing something that's going to stick and ultimately hopefully rank and then continue to bring you business is, is, is what is going to bring the biggest return. Stuff that works for you 24 seven, 365 days a year. Ads don't do that without you know running up a decent amount of money. Now, and, th and then again, is it as effective? If you want something that, you know, in the paid world, Facebook ads, you know, I mean, you have the ability to highly target who you're going after and uh, for the reach that you get, they're pretty cost effective. But again, if we're talking in the world of, you know, continued free marketing, creating that video, creating that article, those are the things that are going to get the biggest return because once they're out there, once they're working, they don't stop working unless somebody starts to outrank you. And um, if you keep working, that's going to be a hard thing to do to get outranked. Now, I didn't actually get to include this. What came right before that clip, the audio was a little messed up and I couldn't swing it. I couldn't pull it together to where it sounded halfway decent. But what, what Brett was saying right before that was he was listening to a podcast that Jason had done talking about, I can't remember the name of the podcast, but talking about the people who make the calls are the ones that are successful. And, you know, that's what a lot of us, that's probably what a lot of you listening to this have built your success on. That's probably what a lot of you have built your success on is making the calls. And today, I don't know. I mean, again, being active and, and making the call still, again, you will hear people that say that they're cold calling and it still works. Is it fun? Is it great? Is it always legal? Not always. But uh, at the end of the day, what is the new phone call? The new phone call to me is every day making the content, creating the content, putting it out there, putting the fish hook out there. That is the new phone call. You're just putting it out day after day and even having the practice and the discipline to, to approach that as, as diligently as you would a cold calling session as a cold calling strategy. I'm sure that most of you have probably cold called more than you have tried to create content. Now, maybe it's a completely different gene that is absent from most insurance salesmen, brokers, agents, whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, I think that's a new phone call. You see guys on YouTube that put out a video five times a week around fitness, uh, lifting weights, uh, men's style, fashion. I, I've, I follow, I see guys on there on YouTube putting out these videos every single day, five days a week, surrounding these topics around things that you wouldn't even think people would care about. And they've built you know audiences to where they've got you know, 1.4, 1.9 million people subscribe to their channel over, you know, two, three, four hundred thousand views per video every time. And you don't think those guys aren't, aren't doing well if they have a business behind it. And again, I haven't cracked that code yet. Insurance isn't that 
passionate. People don't need that kind of frequency from insurance per se because, again, they just want it to be taken care of. You don't want to sit there, uh, you know, two days after you know finishing your auto renewal. You don't want to sit there two days after and listen to somebody talk about how this auto insurance company is better or great or whatever, whatever you're going to talk about, right? Like you just don't want to do it. So I think there's that obviously to take into account and, and be aware of that. Listen, this does not apply. This does not translate. But the fact is, is that those guys wake up every day and they make the calls. Their call is making a video. They're putting the call out to people. People are responding and they are being pulled to them and their businesses. That is what you need to start getting your head around is making that call, deciding who it is, who it's to, who it's for, and how you're ultimately going to put it out there. Were you born in the 80s or was most of your childhood taking place in the 80s? Well, then you definitely should watch the Netflix original show, Stranger Things. It has nothing to do with anything. I just thought it was awesome. I was born in 1984 and everything I saw in that show was spectacularly nostalgic. And if you are a product of the 80s as I am, I think you might enjoy it. Even if you're not, it's a great, great, great show and it's really fun. And I just felt like sharing that with you. But in in reality, uh, what I do want to tell you, though, is, is, is if you are looking for help creating that poll and figuring out what call that you should make, then I usually tell you to go become a free member. Join the, the free membership at growprogram.com slash free. Again, get those four free videos that I mentioned in this episode. You can completely do that, growprogram.com slash free. But if you want to jump right to the front of the line and you really just want to get in, dive in, then just come and become part of the academy. That's where we teach all of this stuff, how to do exactly what Brett is wanting to do. And that's where it gets frustrating when you hear agents have these phone calls and asking, how do I do that? And literally, I've laid it out for you. I've, I just ran some numbers. It's, this is the same process that I have used to generate over 475 leads in the last 12 months. And that's it. I'm just showing you exactly what has worked for me and if it can work for you and how to adapt it to what you want to do and what you want to sell. If, if you say, I don't, I don't, I couldn't use 470 some extra leads, well then that's fine. That's up to you. It's your business. I'm not going to tell you that you need them. But if you do, if you have a great agency or if you have a good agency and you want to make it even better, then hop over to the academy, growprogram.com slash academy to, to do that. And I can't wait to get you jumped in and get going on exactly what it is that you want to achieve. <laughs>